got carpet upstairs. These are fantastic things. You obviously got a... Two carpets. See, this is what I mean. I'm already outgunned by the architectural knowledge in the room. So who knows what architects do? Anybody? No? There's people build houses, don't they? Well, that's great. We need people to build houses and they build houses because other people design them and they build them to that design, don't they? So architects design houses and they get money. That's what they do. Architects get money. Hi. Come on in, architect. Hi, darling. Nice to meet you, sweetheart. What's your name? Freya. Freya. Freya's going to be my lead architect down here today and help me with the, um, the team. So, okay, um, who's got a favourite building in their street or in their suburb or in their in Melbourne? Do, I live in Melbourne. Do you have? Do you go to the city much? Okay, when you're growing up for the next few years, I want you to do me a favour when you go to town. I want you to look up above the shop fronts, above the the awning. I want you to look up at the buildings, because up there you'll see. Archways and keystones and pillars and towers and spires and turrets and folder rolls and curly cues and all sorts of things. That yeah, exactly. And if you don't use your eyes and observe everywhere you go, you'll miss out on all the beautiful buildings we've got in town. We've got lots. Look, there's a, oh, there's a big one over the road here, the gallery, and there's one just in here, which is the uh, cathedral. What shape do you think the cathedral is? It has water. No, that's the gallery. Yeah, the gallery has water. The cathedral in town has big spires on top, doesn't it? Big spires sticking up into the sky because they think that that looks beautiful and elegant and, and, and spiritual. That's a big word for today. But then so is architecture. You can all say architecture, can't you? You say architecture? Very good. Architecture? Yeah, when you're ready. What about you? Architecture? You say architecture? Sounds like going to get you. Doesn't it? Uh, well, I've got lots of favourite buildings. Like um, my favourite building is on the corner of Collins Street. It's called the Man- Manchester Unity Building. Who knows where that is? Your favourite building is your house. It's mine. I think mine is too. Yeah. Well, why don't I tell you a story about this little bird named Robin Boyd, who's an architect. Now, why do you think there's a bird in this story, do you think? Because it has to live. And what does it live in? A nest. That's right. That's right. Birds build nests, don't they? And they, they, that's where they live and they spend their whole life building beautiful nests to live in. And then they lay eggs in it, exactly. And if the nest isn't right for the egg, well, there's a problem, isn't it? So let's have a look at this story and meet this little bird. Okay. This is called Robin Boyd. Here she is. Robin Boyd lived at the National University, high up on a ledge of the architecture school. You see your nest there? Yeah. And every day she, she listened through that window. She got a free education. 
listening through the window to the architecture class while she looked out over the skyline, looking at domes and spires and turrets and minarets. And she looked at all those shapes while she listened to the class. When I grow up, I'd like to be an architect, thought Robin. She wanted to build shapes like that. As she listened to the class through the window, she learned that there was a lot more to architecture than building. She learned there were complex ideas like, are round nests always best? Uh, What do you think? Are they? Yeah. And think outside the circle. And ah, the biggest question of all, what comes first, the nest or the egg? (laughs) It turned her thinking upside down because she was so excited by it all. And she was the first boy to go to university, so she wanted to do well. So Robin set off practising all the important shapes, like circles and squares and triangles and rectangles, and domes. Now, can you see circles there? Can you? Can you see triangles there? Can you see squares there? Yeah, you're pretty good at your shapes, aren't you? Very good architects with your shapes. So this little bird built all these things out of sticks to practice so she could be a better architect. Well, I can think outside the circle, thought Robin. So she turned her own nest upside down. It's a dome, she discovered. And she added another little dome on top. See, that's her her nest. She turned it upside down and added extra bits on top. It was as good as any on the skyline. It was as good as all the things that she could see from her nest out, out in the view. But where does my egg fit in, she thought. Can't fit the egg in there now, can we? Next, she tried a tall, thin triangle. See the triangle? And she built it up higher and higher and higher until she had a spire. But was this too pointy, an address for an egg? Where where do you fit the egg in there? That's like St Paul's Cathedral, that one, isn't it? Whoops, said Daisy. Robin coiled circles up into cylinders and cones. She stretched squares and rectangles up into cubes and boxes. And she tilted triangles up into pyramids. What do you think about that? Do you know triangles and squares are the shapes that hide inside pyramids and cubes and things? You're going to learn all of this at school. And if you learn more and more, you can end up being a designer yourself. Well, before long, she was building towers with turrets and parapets and battlements. It was very exciting. She was making castles. But was this all too grand, do you think, an address for an egg? All through this book, there's eggs hidden in these pictures. Later on, we can find them together. So she practised all the important architectural shapes like archways and entrances, keystones and columns, buttresses and balconies. These are, who can say buttress? It's a word nobody knows except us five. Who can say buttress? There you go. 
Uh, she built capitals with curlicues. She built bridges with balustrades and pedestals and patterns and plinths. Can you say plinth? Anybody say plinth? Oh, pip, plinth. It's another crazy word. She soon learned, though, that a nest is not a nest if there's nowhere for an egg to rest. Is it? Well, Robin flew all around the university and far beyond. The more she built, the more she learned about shape and space and symmetry is another big word, and scale. She practised pagodas and pavilions, but was this the right shape for an egg? She did homework. Who, who can recognise any of these towers? She did homework and field work and some pretty fancy stick work. She worked on her towers for hours and hours. She mixed textiles and colours and she tried stacking and cantilever and tilt but found towers too windy once built. Here she is. Look at Robin spiralling all the way up on the inside and all the way down on the outside. She soon realised that the possibilities were endless for shape and design. But what was the right shape for an egg? And then, out of the blue, the idea came to her. The right shape nest for an egg is egg-shaped. Isn't it? Oh, well, suddenly her work became truly egg-citing. She designed extraordinary apartments and exceptional homes. And now she understood three very important things, didn't she? A bird can live anywhere, but an egg needs a nest. Thinking outside the circle leads to some excellent ideas. And number three, the egg comes first. By the end of her studies, Robin had become an expert builder and an exceptional designer. She was famous for outdoor places and indoor spaces full of sunshine, breezes, shelter and shade. Look at all those places in there. We'll have a look at this in a minute. Architecture's like an egg, thought Robin, full of exciting possibilities. And that gave her an idea for a book about her career. She thought she'd call it Great Egg Spectations by Robin Boyd, architect. There you go. You see, if you sit in a nest... Thank you. Thanks to the architectural assistants. Um, if you sit in a nest outside the architecture building, you can get a cheap education and work out how to build nests and be an architect too. Can't you? Okay. Now, um, at school, who can point out a triangle for me here? Let's just see if you know your shapes. Oh, a shape knowing... Yes, do you know which is a triangle? Oh, that's right. Look, we can make them with our fingers. Very good. You can. A love heart. You know what would be great is if Robin made a love heart shaped nest. And, and a square, now a square, and now a triangle. 
Very good. Very good. Yes. Okay. So what I want to talk to you about now, when you go home, this little bird, Robin, she made all these nests, like all the birds make the nests. They don't have sticky tape, do they? No. They don't have staplers, do they? No, no. But you do. So I'm wondering if when you go home, if you go to the backyard or the park nearby and you collect up some sticks, right, and you collect a whole bag of twigs and you bring them home, well, what if you brought them all home and you started to make shapes? You can make simple shapes like these ones with your twigs and you can twist them all together. And if a little bird without sticky tape can do it, I think you can do it. You've got ten fingers and Robin has one beak. So that's pretty hard to do all that building with one beak. But you've got ten fingers. So I think that a plan is that we go home and we collect lots of twigs and little sticks and get a few flowers if you want to. And you make a shape just flat. You don't have to – mums can listen. You don't have to make it interlock yet. Just make it nice and flat. And as you add extra bits to it, try and tuck them into the bits that are already down, twist them into each other. You can start off making a wreath for your front door if you like. It's not that hard. You just need a long bit and another long bit to start you off. Yeah, go to the park, grab lots of bits and pieces and come back and see if you can build a nest. Oh, Robin's here. Hello, Robin. Number one seat right in the middle. Hello. Hi. Nice of you to drop in. Uh, Robin will be signing books later, from a great height probably. Um, Yeah, so that's a good plan, isn't it? Do you think you could try that, making nests at home? Yeah, yeah. And you could make it up into a little house and you could maybe make it with... What about you try for an egg-shaped window? Do you think you could make an egg-shaped window in your nest? As you go around, you might be able to leave a space for the little bird to look out. Yeah, you could wrap sticks around that bottle. That might be a good thing to start with. Okay. You can make an egg-shaped window. Stand up and show everybody your egg-shaped window. It's got a what, darling? It's got a lid on it. This bottle has a lid on it. I need you to know. I need you to know. Yeah. Now, what else can I tell you about? Oh, I want you to tell me your dream home. If I if I could make my design my own house that would be the most wonderful house to live in, you know what I'd like to live inside of? A shell. Because some shells have pearly white swirly middles inside them next time you go to the beach. A giant shell would be a good thing to live inside, don't you think? Yeah. And what else would be good to live in? Prawns might live in clams, which would be another beautiful house. Uh, Crabs walk around with shells on their backs, don't they? That makes a house. Like a snail. A snail builds its own house and carries its own house around. Snails are architects. Who else is an architect? A beaver's an architect. They build big nests and houses in the river. And... Bees, bees, yes. 
who owls, owls are architects as well, absolutely true. And bees make big honeycomb houses. And, and what else makes, oh gee, spiders, don't they? Well, they use um, web to make a house with a spider. But it's thin, lacy architecture, isn't it? A spider's house. So when you're, when you're at home, if you come again, I want to see if you could make an egg and bring it back with you one day. What do you think about that? Who do? Who do? Otters. Oh, ducks make houses. Sorry, I thought we were with otters there for a second. Ducks make houses in a lake. They do, they do. They make little nesty, clumpy things. You know who else makes nests? Rats. They do. And they, they collect all sorts of things and jumpers and old shoes and drag them back and build houses out of bits and pieces. Very clever. Not my style of design, but very clever. Well, I feel I have taken the architects to a new place in their study and I feel that they're with me here. So we might let them charge around and let's see. I don't know. I think if from now on all these architects could take a bit of notice about buildings and shapes and designs and where animals live, that would be terrific. Thank you for listening to the story. Shall we wrap it up, team? (laughs) Does anybody want to ask me any questions? Does anybody? Yes. I wanted to talk to kids about creative careers, really. And... um, so with children, it's always great to have an animal to take them through a story. So there's this one, and there's Andy Webb, artist, who's a spider, who wants to be an artist, so he draws in web. But um, once you look at, you know, little birds and what's possible, what they do and what's possible, and just extend your imagination, there you go with it. Yeah. But I think uh, noticing things is really important for kids. So I'm trying to get them to notice all the time, rather than staring at... Screens, yeah. Mm. For me, when they took the keypad off things and just put iPads out, they took away the input level and that's where people create by putting in and the other way they just consume. It's one direction coming back and just consuming other people's ideas. And if they stop reading and writing as well, a lot of podcasts are beautiful, I love them, but if we only have podcasts, we won't read. And podcast developers need to be readers, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's fine for now, but where's the next crop going to come through? So, long live books is all I can say. (laughs) So, thank you, everybody. Thank you.